The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I have a topic that I think is really important to discuss because a lot of what we talk about in The Missing Link and on this podcast and all of my social media platforms are ways to exercise and get yourself moving throughout the day, even if you have very little or no movement. There are so many ways that we can modify movements, and I make sure to share all of those with you guys because I think it can empower you to get moving and to get exercising regardless of what mobility you have today, regardless of what fatigue levels you're feeling today. It just gets you moving. However, one thing we don't talk about as often is compensation. So there are two different principles that apply to recovery. So this is for anyone who is working towards improving any goal. There's two different ways that we can do this. One is through neuro recovery and the other is through compensation strategies. I'm going to explain what each of these are, and then I'm going to share with you which one or multiple ones you should be working on based on what your goals are. Neurorecovery is essentially the same principle as neuroplasticity, meaning you are exercising and moving in a way where you are looking to recover the function of your neural pathways. And when you do that, your muscles will then get stronger as well. So these are exercises like marching, leg kicks, ankle dorsiflexion, squats, any functional movement. And we've had several podcast episodes so far on functional movement. So hopefully this is not a new concept to you, but when you have MS, functional movement is imperative. If you have goals of improving function, like walking from day to day, walking on even or uneven surfaces, stair climbing, standing up from lower surfaces or squishy surfaces, getting up from the floor and getting down to the floor, getting in and out of bed, getting in and out of your car. All these things are functions. And one way that you can improve your function is through neuro recovery or neuroplasticity training. So you're strengthening your muscles in a way where you are also trying to recover your neural pathways. Usually when you're doing this, you are not utilizing anything to help you out. You are purely just trying to activate the appropriate muscle group without any assistance. Even if that means that your leg or body part that you're working on is moving very, very little or not at all. So that's what neuro recovery training is. The other type of training is compensation. 
So compensation means that you are compensating or using assistance in some way, shape, or form. So this could mean using a mobility aid, maybe a trekking pole or two trekking poles, a walking stick, a rollator, anything like that. Or it could mean using tools. So some of my favorite tools are the dictus band, if you have foot drop or the leg lifter, if you need help lifting your leg, the car cane can help balance yourself while you're getting into your car. There's toilet seat risers. So if you're sitting down on a low surface, like a toilet seat, it makes it higher. So these are all tools that can help improve your mobility. And then another way to compensate is to use assistance from your own body, meaning using your hands or your arms to help lift your leg or using your stronger leg to guide your weaker leg. So all of these are examples of compensation training. Now, you might be wondering, which one should I do? Should I be focusing more heavily on neuro recovery or on compensation? And it's a great question. If you only focus on neuro recovery, you might be waiting a while. And what I mean by that is, If you are working on improving your walking and therefore you are focusing on neuro recovery training, such as exercises like the marching, the leg kicks, the ankle lifts, for some people, you will notice improvements in those movements pretty quickly. Honestly, within just a few days or a few weeks, it's possible to see improvements in those. But for other people, if your brain needs to find a brand new neural pathway, instead of just strengthening the neural pathway that's already there, that can take a while. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news if this is your first time hearing this, but that could take up to a year, a year and a half or two years. So if you imagine yourself walking around your home and you're doing your best, have good quality, or let's envision yourself actually sitting on your couch And you decide that you need to get up to go to the kitchen because you're really thirsty and you want a glass of water. So you go to stand up and you attempt to walk to the kitchen. Now you can absolutely use neuro recovery strategies here. You can focus on exaggerating your walking, really bending your knee and lifting your leg to march it up and landing with your heel. That's neuro recovery training, but that might take a while. It might take you 20 minutes to get from your couch into your kitchen if you're only focusing on neuro recovery training with good quality movements. Compensation training in this same situation might mean that you use a rollator to walk into the kitchen, or maybe you have an ankle brace on like the dictus band or the walk aid or the bio nest. You're using some type of tool or aid to help you move better. This is going to go much quicker because you have assistance. So you might be able to get to the kitchen to get that glass of water in just one minute or less, or maybe two minutes. It depends on how far your living room is from your kitchen, but you get the idea. If you are solely focused on just strengthening, that could take a while. It might mean that you don't go to the kitchen. It might mean that You're on your way to your bathroom, but you didn't get there fast enough. And then you have an accident. So sometimes we do want to compensate because there's a happy medium of still exercising to strengthen those neural pathways, but also compensating so that you can get the thing done. 
With that said, if you only focus on compensation, that is also dangerous because you will not strengthen your muscles enough or the right muscles in the right way to actually make any lasting improvement. So you're essentially just training your body and training your mind to always use compensation strategies, to always use tools, which if that's what you're going for, great. That is a great strategy. But if you are someone who has a goal of improving your independence, of not needing mobility aids or walking with a lesser mobility aid, like moving from a rollator to a cane or something like that, then it is important that you are not only focusing on compensation and using mobility aids for sure, but also strengthening. So again, if you're only focusing on neuro recovery training, it could take a while and that might isolate you. You might not go out as much with your friends or with your family because it's just so fatiguing to always be using your muscles and especially your weakest muscles. If you only compensate, you'll be able to get from point A to point B, but you're not really strengthening your muscles in the same way. And you're training your brain and your body to always need to compensate in some way. So I always prefer for all of my clients to do both, to practice the neuro recovery training, the functional exercises when you can. But if you're in a situation where you need to get from point A to point B, especially if you need to get there pretty quickly, like the bathroom, or if you're in a situation where you're just tired, you just don't have the effort to put in right now into movement, go ahead and compensate. It is extremely important to have some compensation strategies. And again, that could mean a mobility aid or just a tool to help you out. Remember there's the car cane, the leg lifter, the dictus band, or use your hands. And if you remember, I actually have a podcast episode about bad habits that a lot of my clients have without even realizing it. And one of those bad habits is using your arms and your hands to lift your leg up as you're going to get in bed or readjust your seated positioning or get in and out of a car. Generally speaking, you should not compensate in that way first. So this is something we've talked about before, but this is a great opportunity to remind you of my rule of two. So if you are in a situation where you got to get from point A to point B, first attempt to do that movement without compensating in any way. Truly work on using the strength that you do have or muster up as much strength as you can find. Try that. If it doesn't work, if you're trying to lift your leg, and it didn't work, try again. If it didn't work, go ahead and compensate in some way. So you try twice. The rule of two means you try twice to do the best that you can. Don't compensate. What that does is it trains your brain that in that situation, you want to use your muscles. You don't want to compensate. This is the exact situation where you need your hip flexors to kick in for you and to start working. But if it didn't work, go ahead and compensate. You're at least getting two opportunities where you're telling your brain what you want to happen. But if it didn't work, no worries. You tried twice. You got to get from point A to point B. You don't want to be sitting there for 30 minutes or an hour. Go ahead and compensate. Use your arms if you need to lift your leg or use the leg lifter, use a walking stick, whatever you have to do. Another thing to consider is your safety. If you are walking on uneven surface or if you are very fatigued today, 
then maybe today is a day where you truly just focus on compensation tools and aids. Don't worry about not using anything or challenging yourself to use a lesser aid or tool because at the end of the day, safety is most important. You do not want to fall. You do not want to trip. So check in with your body every day. How is it feeling today? What do you need today to feel safe and steady and secure? And if that means compensating, amazing, go for it. If you want to try out not compensating and going more for the exercises, you might find that you can be successful with the neuro recovery strategy in the morning or early afternoon, but then you just have to compensate for the rest of the day. If you're too fatigued or if something's going on, that's okay too. You can switch it up. Now, if you have a go-getter personality and you feel like, okay, you told me that I should be using my muscles instead, I'm going to do that no matter what it costs me. I have a message for you as well. There are times where you should be using a compensation strategy, whether that's a tool, your arms, a mobility aid, anything. If you are tripping more than usual, that indicates worsening balance or worsened weakness, increased fatigue, poor coordination. And it doesn't mean that that is your trajectory moving forward. It just means that today that's what is happening with your body. So if you're tripping more than usual today or over the last week or so, that is a sign that you should compensate. If you are falling more often, and when I say fall, I don't just mean those big falls where you really fall and crash to the floor. Most of my missing link members, when they have a fall, it is slow and it is controlled and they are not injured, but that's still considered a fall. Anytime you end up on the floor or in a position that you didn't intend to be in, that is considered a fall. So if that is happening more often, that is a sign that you should maybe use a compensation strategy. If you are isolating yourself, as I mentioned earlier, if fatigue is preventing you from going about your day-to-day life, interacting with other people, doing the things that you love to do because you're so fatigued from your day or from trying to do the strengthening exercises, that is a sign that you should start implementing some form of compensation throughout the day so that you aren't as fatigued every day. Similarly, if you're just more sedentary, if your fatigue or difficulty with movement is leading to a more sedentary lifestyle, so you feel like you're, you're too weak, you're not going to try strengthening, then compensate some type of movement, whether you're using a mobility aid or a helpful tool, your arms, some movement is truly better than no movement at all. So if you are being more sedentary, compensate. And lastly, if you're getting weaker, if you're noticing any undesired movements, like your knees buckling or giving way, hyperextending, knee kissing, drop foot, imbalance, or any unintended movement, that is a sign that your weakness is affecting your mobility. So not only should you be working on strengthening those muscles, but also potentially using a mobility aid. We have a podcast coming up in a few weeks with an occupational therapist named Lindsay, and she is going to be talking to us about all of her most helpful mobility aids and tools. She is a wealth of knowledge. She is a pro in having a mobility aid or a tool for every single thing that you can think of. So she's going to be talking to us about that. So if you do feel like you're looking for ideas 
on what tools you can use to not only walk better, but open pill containers better, make your bed easier, any type of chore throughout your day, upper body, hands, core, lower body, feet, anything at all. That's what we're going to be talking about with Lindsay. So I hope you come back for that episode. As for today, I hope that you understand the difference between neuro recovery and compensation and that it's okay to try both of these. Very rarely should you ever just be focusing on one or the other. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you love this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.